Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shirley, it's your program. But if I might make a suggestion as one singer to another, how about a song? All right, Mr. Eddie, I'll sing. Someday you'll find the bluebird. Good. Thirty years ago, the famous Belgian author Maurice Maeterlinck wrote a play and called it The Bluebird. It must have carried a message the world sorely needed, for within a few years it was known and loved in every corner of the earth, by young and old alike. It's been acted in every country, in every language, and on almost every stage, until to the whole world the Bluebird has come to be the symbol of happiness. And now it's been brought to the screen by Daryl Zanuck and 20th Century Fox as the most magnificent and spectacular Technicolor production of the year, with Shirley Temple in the role of Meatle. And tonight, at this very moment in faraway France, Maurice Maeterlinck, now 77 years old, is seated at his shortwave radio, waiting to hear Shirley Temple bring his immortal story to life again. Like working in the Bluebird, Shirley? 
Oh, yes, Mr. Pryor. I left it. There is many picture I was ever in, I think. Do you know the music, Mr. Pryor? Oh, of course. It's the story of Neetle and Tiltil, a girl and boy who lived over a hundred years ago, if I remember correctly. Do you remember all right? And do you remember the royal forest? That's where the story begins. Oh, it was beautiful. The most beautiful forest I've ever seen. The green pine trees were all glistening in the snow. Oh, there was lots of snow. Because it was the day before Christmas. And I remember my brother, Kilkel and I, were walking through the forest. The birds were singing all around us. They were very happy because no one was supposed to hunt them in the royal forest. But I did. I guess I wasn't a very nice little girl. Kilkel and I set a trap. And then we hid behind a tree. And pretty soon, a little thrush came to eat the crumbs we'd spread. He came closer. And closer. And there, we had him in the trap. And all the other birds flew right away. We were pretty excited, too. But suddenly, we heard a horn. It was a royal forester. He waved his hand and shouted at us. And I yelled, Come on, Kill Kill. Run, run. The royal forester. And we did run, too. All the way back to the village. We didn't slow down till we were passing Angela's house. It wasn't much of a house, because Angela's mother was very poor, and Angela was sick, lying in bed near the window. I guess she wondered what we were carrying in the basket, because she opened the window and called to us. Nito? Oh, Nito. Oh, hello, Angela. What have you got in the basket, Nito? Something for Christmas? It's a bird, a very rare bird. It's a thrush, is it? I trapped it in the royal forest. Oh, I've always wanted a bird like that. I don't suppose you wouldn't give it to me, would you? I should say not. I promised a bird to another little girl for Christmas. Have you? Who? Who do you suppose? Me. Come on, Chilkill. Yes, we better hurry. Mommy and Daddy don't like it when we wait for dinner. Oh, I'll show my bird. And now forget to scold us. Where have you children been? What kept you? Look, Mommy, we caught the most beautiful bird. That's no excuse for being late to supper. Now go wash your hands. Yes, Mommy. Down, Tylo, down. Your mummy had to set the table, Meetle. Did you forget the time? You know, Daddy, I think the village clock is slow. You hear that, Mommy? The village clock was slow. She has eyes, hasn't she? You saw it was growing dark. Well, yes. But Angela Burlingo stopped it. I had to talk to her. She's sick, you know. Then we looked in at the rich children's house. Mmm. Oh, just for a second, Daddy. Never mind all that now. Now, come on. Take your places at the table. There. We're ready for grace. For what we are about to receive, and for all thy bounteous blessings, O Lord, make us truly thankful. Amen. Amen. Needle, I can't your bird. Tell get away from there. I can't wait for my bird. Get away, Tyler. And I told you, Needle, not to fat birds in the woods. But, Daddy, it's such fun. And what do you think, Mommy? Angela wanted me to give my bird to her. Well, why didn't you? It would have been something to cheer her up. Oh, poor mice sick in bed all winter. It's not my fault, she said. It's your fault that you're selfish. You've got so much that she hasn't needed. What have I got? Health, for one thing. What's that? And a roof over your head, warm clothes to wear. These old things. And plenty to eat, but nothing I like. Nothing good. Not like those rich children have. Cakes, candies. 
Clothes to play with, pretty dresses, everything. I have nothing. Stop it, Nico. Stop it at once. Why, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm not ashamed. I hate it. I hate it all. Nico. Another word and you'll go straight to bed. You're an ungrateful child. I don't care. Of course you're unhappy. If you don't mend your ways, you'll never be happy. Never. Oh, who's that? Come in. Oh, it's you, Will Help. Well, sit down. Have some supper with us. Thanks, but I, I have no time. I have bad news, I'm afraid. What's wrong? Orders to mobilize at once. Mobilize? Oh, no. Soldiers are on the march again. We assemble in the village square tomorrow at noon. I'll be there. Good. Till tomorrow. Oh. Daddy, I don't want you to go. I must go, dear. Why do they have to have war? What makes war anyway? The same thing that makes trouble everywhere. Greed and selfishness. Someone is not content with what they have. But you're not like that, Daddy. Why should you have to go? That's what's wrong about it, child. You can't be unhappy inside yourself without making others unhappy, too. Come. Come now, children. Be off to bed. Daddy and I have many things to do. Where to go? I mean, so we must find the bluebird. We don't know where to look. 
she said in the past, the future, everything. Perhaps we'd better start in the past. But where is the past? Life? You know the way? Of course. The past is just behind us. I'll show you. Come. Come. The road to the past lies through there. That's the graveyard. It's the only way to the past. You must leave from here, Mito. But take heed. It is now nearly midnight. You must be back within the hour. Otherwise, you will remain in the past forever. Goodbye now. Uh, Aren't you coming with us? No. Night has no business in a graveyard. But I'll be waiting for you. I'll be waiting. I got when I'm always asleep. Come along, Tiltil. We'll do some work on it now in my workshop. All right, Grandpa. Don't be worried, Tiltil. Oh, you're in no hurry. Yes, so we are. We will be back within an hour. What time is it, Granny? Now sit down. It's only half past twelve. Granny, the reason why we're here, we've got to find the bluebird. It's terribly important. A bluebird? Oh, 
yes, I'm sure we've got one. Milligan, here, show me. Oh, we've plenty of time for that. I, I haven't had a morsel of gossip in a twelfth month. But, Granny. Tell me, did Mrs. Van Groen's daughter marry the Burger Master? No, she didn't. Ah, what happened? Mrs. Van Groen married him herself. Mercy for heaven. Please, Granny, can we go now and see about the bloopers? All right, child, if we must. We look in the birdhouse. Right over there. Oh, thank you, Granny. There you are, dear. Birds of all kinds. Oh, Kelly. You may have any one you like. Isn't there a blue one? Yes. Yeah. There's a blue one. That one up there. Hmm. Why, Granny, he isn't blue. He's black. Strange. He always looks blue to me. There's the one here. Not a single blooper. Won't one of these do? No, no. Granny said it must be true. She said to look everywhere. But there's the past, isn't it? Yes, yes. But perhaps your bluebird isn't in the past. And you'll have to look somewhere else. I must go then. Kill, kill. Oh, kill, kill. Lizzie, what do you think? These little carved figures can whistle. I know that. Come on, we've got to go. You can't go yet. You haven't heard my little figures whistle. Can they whistle a hymn? Oh, hymns are for Sunday. The farmer in the Dell hymn? Oh, who wants that silly thing? <laughs> how how'd you like Lady O? <laughs> that's the only one you play. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one I wanted anyway. Granny, you used to sing that to me in my crib, remember? I remember. You, why, you weren't even born. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> you sing me, too. Granny and Grandpa, we were sorry to leave them. But we just had to get out of the past. 
We'd have had to stay there ourselves forever. And is that the end of the story, Shirley? Oh, no, Mr. Pryor. When we got out of the past, life was waiting for us. And took us through the most wonderful, exciting adventures. First, we went to see Mr. and Mrs. Luxury. They lived in a great big palace where everybody has everything they want. Everything but the things they really need. And then, flight took us to the land of the future to visit with the children who weren't born yet. That was the most beautiful place of all. It seemed just like heaven. Everything was soft and blue. And you could see for miles and miles. And the children were all dressed in blue, too. And then, Father Time came and called out their names. And they sailed down to earth with him in his boat. And from way down below, you could hear the most wonderful music. It was a song of all the mothers waiting for their children. It was all so beautiful, Mr. Clive, that sometimes when we were making the scene, I almost cried. And what was the most exciting scene in the picture, Shirley? When Tylette the cat turned the forest against us. Then, when we were going through, those great big trees reached out their arms and tried to catch us. And the vines tried to trip us. And the fire chased us. And the river almost swallowed us. But we kept on running and running because we just had to find the bluebird. And did you finally find the bluebird, Shirley? Well, it's a big secret, Mr. And I guess I can tell you. In the end, I did find my bluebird. And I hope for everyone that's listening that they find their bluebird, too. And then you'll hear your bluebird. So let's go. I'll talk to the nicest Christmas present you could have given me. Thank you, Mr. Eddie. And if you want to give me a nice Christmas present... Uh-huh, yes. What? Well, will you please sing the silent night? I will if you'll sing it with me. All right. <laughs> happiest Christmas you ever had. Have you a word for your friend, Shirley? Oh, yes, Miss Eddie. Dear radio audience, 
This has been a very exciting Christmas Eve for me. And Mr. Maiderlink, can you hear me away over in France? I just love playing in your wonderful stories, the bluebirds. And now, I just want to say to my friends at 20th Century Fox and to all the neighborhood good girl stealers everywhere, a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. A Merry Christmas, everybody. Good night, Shirley, and Merry Christmas to you. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, it's only in the Gulf Theater where you can meet all your favorite stars. The greatest motion picture stars working together. The next two weeks, for example, we bring you Betty Davis, Spencer Tracy, Humphrey Bogart, Claudette Colbert, Charles Boyer. And be sure to make a date right now for Gulf's big New Year's Eve party here next week with Eddie Cantor, Gene Autry, Joan Blondell, Benita Granville, Mr. Guffey, Eddie Cantor's latest singing discovery, and Oscar Bradley and his Gulf Orchestra. Listen in, won't you? Good. Until then, this is Roger Pryor saying good night for your neighborhood good golf dealer, wishing you the best of good health, happiness, and Merry Christmas. Nelson Eddy's current picture for Metro Goldwyn Mayor is Balalaika. Oscar Bradley, conductor of the Gulf Orchestra, wishes to express his appreciation for the splendid cooperation of 20th Century Fox's general musical director, Alfred Newman who composed and conducted the beautiful score of the picture Bluebird, which opens as a roadshow January 19th at the Hollywood Theater in New York City. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.